Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the What Culture Gaming Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Taylor, joined by Ben Roitzena. Hello. Hello. I'm Josh Brown. Hello. Now it is Follow the beginning me. of a <laughs> we'll follow you very soon alongside making uh, obligatory fart noises. Um, okay. Because April seems to be the month where things are actually coming out. Um, there's a bunch of stuff. Uh, sched- well, there's quite a lot of stuff scheduled for April. I might get to what's coming out in May towards the end of the podcast. But starting from today, Oddworld Soulstorm is out alongside the re-release slash port slash have they done anything to it of Republic Commando, Star Wars Republic Commando. Um, but we should, uh, there's a bunch of stuff we're going to touch on for the rest of the month, but in regards to Oddworld, Soulstorm, Mr. Benroy, you're a big yes. fan of, of Honest Abe. Yes, I'm a big fan of <laughs> the first <laughs> the first two games, the original, and then the, the one that they cranked out like 10 minutes later. And after that, I just gave oh, up. Exodus because, is great, mate. Uh, they all went to Xbox, I was still in Dirty Xbox, I didn't own one. Munch's Odyssey, who you I, I had a PS2, like a someone with decorum and then my friends had the xbox <laughs> and i went over there and played halo and then came home mm-hmm. but um no i've been this game has been in perpetual what is it being delayed since i think josh was born it's actually <laughs> insane, but it's actually like real i mean like for, for those of us who are old enough to grow up with the playstation one then you would know abe's odyssey abe's exodus and then like you said it went to xbox you had munch's odyssey then they yeah. did stranger's wrath which is like a first person thing but it's not a shooter it's more about like Bit, like throwing out different types of bait and stuff like that. And now finally, Lord Lanning as well, the original creative director dude, has finally done another proper Abe game. Well, he's been trying to get this going forever because this is pretty much the direct sequel to that first one, but they made right. new and tasty because he's like, like, you know what? F it. If you want another one, I'll make this new and tasty. And if it makes any money, then I'll do the other one. Mm-hmm. And I remember, I can't think he was on um, Giant Bomb. He says like, look, I'm just going to make it and get her and done with it. And then it made money. And then there we go. Now we've, <laughs> and even though they've probably got Epic Store money and PlayStation mm. money from being on PS, uh, oh, so now, sorry, PS, PS Plus, Plus. Uh-huh. It, it's finally materialized. It's finally here. They did tweet out last night that, oh, by the way, we found a bug that will delete your entire save. Uh, but it's oh, very rare to do. But uh, we, we've mostly got rid of it. But just to so say, you know, we're sorry. And <laughs> I, was, I was looking at that last night. I was like, no, just, just get the game out and let's go. So they finally got here and we can see what Abe's been, well, what Abe was going to be up to after that. And the revenge of the evil corporate men that I can't remember their name, but they don't have any arms. Oh they're God, they're called cigars Sli- in their mouth. I think they're called Sligs. Oh, that might be the um, the guys with the guns. Uh, I yeah. Can't, what the those? ones with the guns, I think are called Sligs. I don't remember yeah. the 
the the the big men of the series are called, but they're just men <laughs> that are big. God, another thing. It's been so long. I mean, like obviously Abe's race are called Mudikins. There's the slicks that are looming around and everything. It was Abe's Odyssey, I feel like was like a staple for PS1 gaming. It was just one of those titles that just did the rounds. Everybody played it for a bit, and then it was a little bit too hard or a little bit too perplexing. You got about halfway and died. But yeah, literally you got halfway, you kept dying, and it just but it had such a weird feel to it. Like I'm always amazed that Oddworld inhabitants as a dev are still going, um, considering that I can't put many other things to their name other than the odd world series but it's just it's a long time coming because he comes lauren Lennon comes from the tv world i think he came from, like the effects so he's like made uh, little he, he's one of the first ones that sort of like made can made a jump over but then he's just sort of like somehow existed for this long and like you can find interviews of him talking online and i think there's a good one on ars technica where they mm-hmm. go for, go over what happened away but yeah he just somehow managed to perpetually exist and now put another the sequel to his game out which is like 20 years later and here we go it's been a, new, a ridiculous amount of time new and tasty was great so i'm all ready to jump into this tonight with the haptic ps5 controller support <laughs> they have to do something with when you do the chant i have that has to come through through the triggers and the um, farts i'm the fart. the thing that put me off new and tasty was that they changed the fart noise now there's not many ah. things that i hold near and dear in this life but the original <laughs> abe's odyssey and exodus fart noises were legendary don't change them i bet they have again I think like the very first fart noise in the very first Abe game, like that sort of created humor for me because it was one of the first games I ever played. <laughs> You'd never one of the first things then. I ever saw was a Ben, and it was probably the first time I laughed. I just thought, "Ha ha ha!" It's a fart button, and I can do it whenever I want. Do what a weird want. game! It's, Everyone it's always a- had a friend that had that game. You just went round to the house and just sat in L two square, fart your life away. It's a good time. Uh, it's like you can be the slug man, and then you can shoot, and then you can <laughs> say hello to people. And you, if you were that kid, you could, be like, but you could make them walk into the hole and follow me. <laughs> and like, yeah, straight into the electric, <laughs> the electric fence. Um, yeah. We'll do follow ups on Oddworld Soulstorm. I think it's worth just celebrating the fact that it exists. Um, if you're anything of a PlayStation fan or whatever, you already know of the franchise. And I mean, assumedly this will be the one that gets even more people. In because it is on PS Plus um, and it is out from today. Um, so the rest of the, the month stuff, I've chopped and changed the release dates a little bit because I think that there are much bigger games coming towards the end of the month. Um, so let's jump to the very end. What's coming on April 30th um, is an insane day. April 30th is new Pokemon Snap, Returnal, R-Type Final 2, and Terminator Resistance Enhanced all on the same day. Um, um, I bring, my you know, friends. Where's your, where's your friends. to take you? I'm feeling like, you know, in Infinity War, when Thanos gets the Infinity Gauntlet and he puts the final <laughs> gem in and he sort of like is full of power. That's yes. what I feel like actually having new games to look forward to. I, know. You know, I got it the other day with Disco Elysium and I'm going to get Outriders at some point. I definitely, definitely am going to get that. And I just feel like I'm stocking up. I'm You're getting my right power levels high. <laughs> so probably I'm getting, right. getting my power <laughs> levels up. And it's all building towards the end of the month because I think Returnal is going to be good, though I am undecided at the moment whether it's going to be worth £70. And I mm. think that's going to be a trend going forward with all of these Sony first-party games because, you know, for something like God of War 2 or Horizon Zero Dawn 2, I'm absolutely going to buy those day one for full price. But for unproven titles like Returnal, it's going to be a more difficult sell and it needs to be very, very good. That said, I do have high hopes for it. And I like the stuff that the studios made before. They never, they've never really done anything on this scale so i think it could be good but it might 
be something I, I have to wait. I don't know. Something's really weird with Returnal, where I, I trust in the studio themselves. I trust in the, the amount of budget that they've been given. Like the idea of doing like a um, like a full on like arcade because um, Housemark are known for these sort of like really arcadey, um, you know, bullet hell arcadey kind of games, and doing that in full three D is something that we've hardly ever seen. Like Risk of Rain two does it, but that idea of like an over shoulder camera, but everything's still coming at you and filling the screen. Like Near Automata kind of did it, where you're like surrounded by projectiles, but you're jumping in between specific spaces and that 2D top-down, you know, bullet hell style mentality, but in 3D, I feel like that's a really fresh thing. But there's something about it where I just feel like, I don't know if I'm going to say people don't care, but I just haven't seen like any real response other than cool, it's a PlayStation 5 game. Like it's just something to sort of dive into. I just don't have faith in a roguelike, like a roguelike, like, like, mm. like, 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 whatever you want to call it, which one it is this time. Mm. I think it's just a like. That is worth yeah. the 70, the 70 pound price point is like ah no i'm gonna wait uh if it was 60 or 50 i'd probably be in straight away but there i feel like this is when i get when i get into a game like this when i get into this later in the year it's gonna be something i want to play over and over again obviously because mm. this is what these this genre is designed for but being so close to um a certain title in the first few weeks of may and you can then say its name it's it's, uh, it's an evil village uh, Roy's Resident Evil Village, <laughs> and then the Mass Effect remastered trilogy, like a couple of weeks later after and that. Death Loop and Death Loop and Biomutants. Stuff's starting to happen. Uh, Returnal's just going to have to wait, I'm afraid, and I'm going to be jumping on Outriders. That's going to be the social game I play for the next few weeks, and then Oddworld, Soulstorm. Uh, I'm playing Splinter Cell HD trilogy now for some reason, <laughs> and I've just finished Spec Ops The Line. So well, almost, but Look, we're know. still very much infected by the illness that is 2020's gaming recommendations. I, yeah. I'm buying everything that's on Vita. Soul Sacrifice, Jack and Daxter. Don't worry about it. You know, Manhunt Two is on my Vita. Don't <laughs> just, worry about it. I just, I don't. They're gonna have. They've got a lot to prove. They've got a lot to prove. This sort of like this genre is properly worth this, that sort of price point. And mm. yeah, it, it's weird that they've done it with a new, unproven sort of like title and. Like, you could imagine if this did bad, how it would badly hurt Housemark because they've well, always done the smaller titles. Didn't they? Maybe I'm getting them confused with a different studio, but didn't they start a battle royale? It was that thing where yes. everyone had swords and stuff and they bailed on it because it was like, oh my God, what are we doing? And then everything kind of came back around to them doing this returnal thing. I like it being a new IP, um, but it's just like, the thing that's really, I think it's going to struggle with is that it's coming after Hades. Like Hades just nigh on single-handedly reinvented how to do a story in a roguelike. And yeah. I don't know how to even follow that up. Like maybe, you know, Housemarker have been along the same lines and they can write something that is that enjoyable narrative-wise. But I doubt it. Like just, everyone, everyone in the industry who likes roguelikes was like Spelunky 2, fruffing at the mouth. That came <laughs> out. And then Hades came out and just sort of put its leg on the table and then everyone just went nah and just left and Spelunky 2 died on its own cold <laughs> in the winds and then yeah. Hades went and won all these Game of the Year awards uh -huh. so yeah now you're right Returnal's got to have to prove up to that I mean it probably can differentiate itself because it's because it's in different realms of the D's like it's in another dimension so <clears throat> the story as well I mean the, the bits that they've shown like they've got the PG it looks corridor ace. it looks like it looks like my my um my shiz. I, it I is. Like, it does like look, look like your shiz. It's yeah, yeah, but it's got like the PT corridor. Your main character. I don't know what her name is, but she, it's like she's finding her own corpse. They're doing that thing where it's like, oh, she's been here before. She's aware that she's been there before. She's trying to figure stuff out about her own past and assumedly why she signed up to the mission that put her on that planet and then why she's sort of trapped in in the in the literal loop. 
Um, but yeah, I hope there's more to it than just the than what it seems like on the face of it, where it is just this endless sort of loop to punch through to get the next cutscene for the next thing. I hope there's a bit more uh, embedded in there like there was in Hades. Um, but yeah, the other stuff that's coming out on the 30th, uh, R-Type Final 2. There's not been an R- I don't even, I don't even know if you guys even care about R-Type, but there's not been an R-Type game since like 2004. And it's a, it's a big old thing for old for dinosaurs why. like me. It's a big thing. We should be excited for this, Scott, because I don't know what this is. Well, I've not, well, that's the thing. I've not played it since it was on PlayStation 1. There was a PlayStation 1, <laughs> one I played R-Type Delta back on PS1, which is in like 98, I'm going to go with. Um, and so, but I mean, but it's just, it's a shmup game. It's a, you know, it's a bullet hell. You're the little ship. You, you, you must, you'll have played something like R-Type. It's one of the most influential bullet hell games ever. Um, one of the recent ones, again, we uh, mentioned Carl Murray before we started recording, but his studio, uh, Lilymo, make Habrox, the Habroxia games, which are like Habroxia another Habroxia 2 is good, of, by the way. Habroxia 2 is really good. And um, anything that is like the shoot 'em up style formula where you're just a little speck on the screen, bullet mm. hell, bullets are everywhere, giant, you know, laser wiping special attacks and all that kind of stuff. I wouldn't say it's a dying genre, but it's a very rarely supported genre. Um, and R-Type, yeah, it's. I was looking up the last time an R-Type main series game came out and it was 2004. Uh, or 2003 in Japan, 2004 for everybody else. Um, and the, yeah, R-Type Final 2 is a direct sequel to that game. And it's, for whatever reason, finally coming back on the same day as everything oh. else, so it's going to get buried. But it is coming out on that day. A lot of bullet hell type stuff coming out I know. this month, man. We just talked about how it's a dying genre. And we've got, um, you know... Well, the mechanics have come across, yeah. Like yes. the idea of just yeah. being like showered in projectiles. Like, like I said, the nearest uh, comparison I can make in a 3D space is what Nier Automata's bosses were like, where you've just got everything coming at you. I think that's what it'll be like. Um, new Pokemon Snap, do you guys? I mean, I I adore. I'm loving the Pokemon. Pokemon Go, <laughs> off it. Do you, do, you, do you like the Pokemon Snap? Freaked out when this was going on, Scott. You were talking to me about Pokemon Snap about a week and a half ago, and I was like, <laughs> I, you know what? I'm just I'm just I'm pleased for you. You know, you were just talking at me, and I was like, I, I don't know anything about this, but I'm so happy <laughs> that you're happy and you're finding some joy in these trying times. It's so. a good time. Well, Benoit, you've got an N64. Did you did you touch the Pokemon Snap? Or were you too busy with uh, Buck and the Bumble? It was um, the one that was like, can I just get back to Glove Bumble or something like that? I just, <sighs> I just, Pokemon Stat was, I played it once. Okay, goodbye, done. Uh, I don't want to borrow this again. Please don't put this, push Can't this again on me, my friends. Uh, let's Biggity Buck Bumble or play Goldeneye, because come on. Well, you, you can do multiples, but I mean, I've only had an N64 <laughs> for less than two years, but Pokemon Snap was a glorious time. Literally, I mean, it, it mainly only works if you are a huge fan of the TV series. Obviously, everybody already knows this. I, the I love the that, TV series and those original Pokemon, but yeah. it just feels like when you play like a light gun game more than like three or four times, you kind of know you what's coming. You don't need more than three or four times. One and two, the first couple of times, it's glorious, mate. It's not not enough for me, sorry. <laughs> but I like the idea of that. The um that whole thing of like what if Pokemon were real, they were sort of like, you know, in these different uh, you're essentially just on Safari, you're going like you're on where on rails, going through these different environments, trying to get specific uh, photos and stuff. I like the idea that they've finally done a sequel twenty three years later or whatever it is. Um, yeah, it's happy for it existing. It's great that we yeah. are going to get another one. They should have probably put number one on the Switch though as well, but you know, that'll never happen. That was on <laughs> the, the Wii U Virtual Console, I think was the last time that was available. Like I had to seek out the, the actual N64 cartridge for it. But um, yeah, the fact that we've got this in, you know, somewhere where you can go online, social media, people can share their photos and everything. I just, I think it'll spawn a really cool little community. Um, and the that'll idea of like getting the right shot, like, because oh, I'm not going to lie. And I know that I'm 25 years late to this or whatever it is. But the second I realized you can knock a little Charmeleon into some lava and a Charizard comes out and then you get the shot before he flies away. What more do you want? 
Would you want Benny? Such a, a nice I would right on Twitter, man. Like, I want to look at all of these pictures. I want to mug off a Voltorb and really annoy it. Yeah, exactly. And you can only do that in this game. But yeah, new Pokemon Snap. Um, we well, we can touch on Terminator Resistance a little bit because apparently it's all right. I've not played it. it. It's um, but, apart from those re- those two really weird first person sex scenes where the model is like, just like yeah, just apart from that, it's it's an okay shooter. It's like proper. I know we say it's like the booty game, but it's just one of those where you, you go in not expecting much. Sometimes right? all you need is a six out of ten game. I just it looks it's a thing. Yeah, it's totally inoffensive. The shooting works. The Terminators for the most part feel like Terminators, and it's a weird like. <laughs> Open, not open world, but like wider levels where you're going down streets and you're avoiding like the big giant tank things. You've got to go from like house to house and grab stuff. Mm-hmm. And the guns feel good. Like so, I guess the guns feel good. Uh, you get bits from the Terminator One film. You know when he goes down to the the alley and the flashbacks and then murders everyone. It's oh, totally yeah. fine. It's it, there, there's one there's one um perk. There's perks in it, yeah, because there's perks in everything. Uh, right. The only time you need lock picking free is to unlock this door. Which the whole building's destroyed. It's just this one little bit of wall on the door. You don't need to unlock it. You can just walk around it. But you get lock pit level three to unlock that door to get the trophy to get the platinum trophy. Because are you all right, mate? Have you? Has something happened? Have you been possessed? Just just a wall there with a door, but you can walk around it. But the only reason you need to unlock four is to unlock this one pointless door. So it's funny. The it thing that I heard about this game was that they do a really well. I've heard it actually. There's a really cool synthy version of the Terminator theme. And yeah. that's like, that's that's the thing. The presentation, the general response to this was that its heart was in the right place in regards to like a cool, meaty, dark Terminator game. It's not bad. It's not crap and it's not offensive. It's just <laughs> those dodgy screenshots that I've sent you to before. And yes. yeah, it's just fine. Dude, it might be all right. That, put that in the box. It's not crap. It's not offensive. <laughs> Here's some dodgy screenshots. Don't yeah. it's all. Music's all right. Just sort of get you <laughs> I reviewed it. I think I gave it a three out of five. I think. Yeah. I, which almost that does translate to a six out of ten, so it's 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 yeah. bang on. Um, so that the, all those things are coming out on the thirtieth. I think a lot of people are going to be waiting to you know play the likes of Returnal and uh, New Pokemon Snap. But there is also the next Nier game, which is the remake of the original Nier game, and um, which now has a stupid long title. Title. Um, it's called Nier Replicant Version One Point Two Two Four Seven Double Four Eight Seven One Three Nine. That's coming out <laughs> on the twenty third. Um, of April. This is um, taking the Nier Automata combat system, putting that back into the original Nier, um, largely keeping the same story from what I've heard, um, but it is just, it's full-on Yoko Taro. I mean, even the name alone is just some full-on, you're along for the ride type business, which I'm, I very much will be. I'm looking forward to this one a lot because the first game, I've never actually played myself because I just heard yeah. horror stories that it didn't play well, but it was worth it for the story. So I've watched mm-hmm. like, you know, a lot of video essays on it i've watched a lot of walkthroughs on it just to like get the gist of it because the story itself is so cool and there's a lot of great twists in there mm-hmm. and i'm excited for people to experience for themselves and i'm excited to experience myself see if they've remixed any of them or anything like that but the idea of them giving us that world that story with the combat system from automata that sounds like a match made in heaven for me and i, I need more of that stuff because automata for me was such a big surprise like i didn't expect to love that game at all and i totally loved it I thought it was so engaging. It's bringing back the bullet hell like so many other games on this list. And <laughs> I just, I hope it's going to be good. I've, I've read some previews over the weekend that weren't like, you know, fallen head over heels in love with it, but were still quite promising. And I think it's good. It's all, it was always going to be a difficult game to remake or remaster. And I feel like they've. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This podcast is brought to you by Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it just makes hiring all in one place so easy because you just get unparalleled access to job seekers. Plus, listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash WCG. Just go to Indeed.com slash WCG right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash WCG. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Oh, at least... They're at least going in the right direction with it. Well, I read the weirdest preview that was like, oh, it's it's the near that you know and love, and then proceeded to explain that the combat system's completely different, it's paced way <laughs> faster, and it's a way better entry point than it was before. So, yeah, I mean, I, I guess they're, they're trying to split the difference. Like, you know, near my, like the, the name near is now so much more known after 2017. Um, and this is like, for me, this is the best way to get me to play that original one because I'm never going to touch the original's combat system or anything. It's going to need something like the upgrades that Automata brought in. Um, Benoit, did you touch any of these near games over the years? No, but this has intrigued me to finally sort of jump in. So again, this is the one where I will let it sit there and I will let its price uh, depreciate a bit as I play all the other newer games and mm. I will think of going back. And I just love the name. Like I, I'm never <laughs> going to remember it, but I want to, I want to pay it near automata after hearing certain people that I listened to on casts in casting pods for years, but it just never got around to it. Is that me and Josh? Is that us recommending it? And then, <laughs> did you get after uh, that? Or? I think no. Alex Navarro. Right, good. Yeah, we can't we can't hold a candle to Mr. Navarro, but you, you do what you can. The other thing to remember on the because that's coming on the twenty third for the near replicant one point two two four seven double four eight seven one three nine, um, is that also alongside that is the PS five slash Xbox Series X version of Judgment, um, which was the uh, the spin off oh, in the Yakuza God. series. But the thing is that doesn't have a save carryover, and that game like is humongous. And so, like, it's still, you know, one of the best selling points in that game and any of the newer Yakuza games is just how interactive the city is because um, there's so many mini games. You can go to the Sega arcade, you can play old school Sega classics in the arcade, things like that. Um, and that's obviously recommendable regardless, but they haven't done a save carryover. If you buy it on PS5 next gen, you've got to start over. 
I'm getting really, really upset with this lack of save crossover, thing, cross save business. I went to, because um, like Ben Roy last week, my controllers died it over has. the weekend. And I had to get another controller in, but I thought, right, okay, that's fine. I've got two um, PlayStation 5 controllers now of varying um, quality. <laughs> um, maybe I'll download the PS5 version of It Takes Two and see out what I've been missing. So I did that. And then it was like, do you want to start a new game? And I was like, no, oh. I've already played part of this on the PlayStation 4. Can't you just carry across my saves? And it was like, nope. no, no, we can't do that. And I was like, Why? That was the thing that I was Why saying are you doing this to me? The other week, I mean, it's just like, it can't, what, mm, they just, they didn't make it this way. I don't know why, but they didn't, Sony just didn't account for this at all. And then it's like, even at launch when it was like, oh, we're going to put that little three dot menu in so you know which version you're playing. And then it's, the saves just don't carry over. It's to the point where if you did, if I didn't acquire like the the office controller, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be able to play Abe because there's a few <laughs> extra fart rumbles that I that you just wouldn't be able to turn off because <laughs> you can't just go because you can play it. You can use a DualShock on a PS5. I've been using it and it's been going back in time, and I feel like I'm back in the 60s or something. Like I don't know. I feel like I'm just having to like heat some coal up and keep myself warm as I play this old controller and it's fine but yeah just a couple of extra fart I mean, rumbles I mean like Josh are you going to send your other controller back and to the big big Sony uh, in the sky? I should I should but it involves me ringing up and talking to someone which I'm not and a huge going fan to the of, post office which is I'm going to the post office to so I'm going to have to do it I just don't know when I'm going to get around to doing it because I had to just order a same day delivery for the new controller and it's like it's the drift which is the most annoying thing because it's not necessarily broken yeah it's just like I love that you'd rather eh, spend 70 quid on a new controller than do a phone call (laughs) (laughs) this is the state of millennials at the moment man this is this is what we live and breathe not wanting to um should I I speak to them on the phone for you and then please sort them out but it wasn't Isn't that long. You it put was... the phone down and ask you all the questions anyway. This, is, this is why I'm doing this podcast because I'm like, this is a PSA. Anyone who works at Sony watching this right now, <laughs> get, uh, Sony support, get in touch because I need to send it off. And I don't want to talk to anyone on the phone. Yeah. So this don't is, call we'll don't call the number on the game website that you're supposed to because that is a wrong number and it's just for things like washing machines. And after they keep trying <laughs> to get you to get said, but yeah, if you got washing machines, like, I don't care. Just direct me to the other one, and then as this nice lady was trying to sell me washing machine insurance, and then I finally got to Sony, and they were confused because obviously it was the the directed number. So I was like, who are you? That's proof I was again, and all this ramble, and I finally got through. Vinnie Jones, it. Don't you know who I am? Don't you know who I am? I was like, if you tried to reset the control, of course I've bloody tried to set the, re- the control. <laughs> and I was just, I, I was being nice though. I was just, yeah, two, three oh, hours. Yeah. The PlayStation website that gives you some tips of how to maybe save it. I was going through them all, obviously not working. I knew it wasn't going to work. And they I got never the work one. on in any tech and nah. any avenue of technology. Have you tried this? It never works. No, it doesn't work. But then the last one is insulting because it's just like, well, why don't you just try a factory reset? I'm like, no, because it's not going to work. I've done this before when you've recommended this, and it just yep. never happened. Never Wait, so all, my, um, all your saves. Yeah. <laughs> Would you <laughs> just smash it with a brick? It might work. Who knows? At this point, we just don't give me. Is it so weird at the very beginning? I was like, I can't have this, this, uh, like controller half broken now. I'm like, sure it works, but I'm, I'm, I'm sneaking in PUBG in and I slightly tap the button and I just start killing everything. I was like, no, I, I need, and Resident Evil's out in a month and I was like, I'm not missing that piece. No, I'm not missing that game. So you need to, I just have to do it. 
It's going to have to be, yeah. I mean, at some point, you, you, the, the things need to be played, especially now when actual games are appearing again. Speaking yeah. of actual games, this is part of a much larger conversation, but we'll do this for the last sort of few minutes. Um, MLB The Show 21, uh, long sort of known as a Sony exclusive, uh, published by Sony, you know, PlayStation exclusive, MLB The Show being the V game of the uh, Major League Baseball. Um, 20th of April, um, that's coming to Game Pass, coming to Xbox for the first time. Um, and the conversation around it, I mean, I don't know about YouTube, but I, I'm not an MLB follower but i think that i am um, i do know that it's like a, a very critically uh, revered sort of franchise but the conversation around it the fact that it's coming out on xbox and the fact that sony are the, are the publishers but they've still signed the deal and um, for it to come to game pass day one means that it'll be free or quote unquote free on game pass providing you're paying the monthly fee but it's still 70 dollars 60 pounds on ps5 or it's 50 pounds slash 60 dollars on ps4 with a free ps4 upgrade so you could just spend less if you want to do that thing, that side of it, you can spend less and get the free upgrade. But there's also the conversation around like, you know, games being day one on Xbox and on PlayStation like Outriders was. Um, and it just being free on Xbox if you already signed up to Game Pass. Like it's just nothing about any of this makes sense, nah. especially when Sony are the publisher. It's crazy. I'm, all, I'm like 80% sure that they're the developer as well. I think they develop it in-house. Oh, Sony? I don't know. Maybe. Hmm. Maybe I'll double check this, but oh god, here he is. Here he has got him up if you're watching. Um, <laughs> our, your friend and mine. Um, which is mad. Like, imagine any other Sony like franchise that's been exclusive for this they... long, not only going multi platform, but going to Game Pass on day one. Like, I did not realize. Crazy. Yeah, it's uh, they develop it's it. Lego Studio. That's they, yeah. What okay. it was is they had to re up the license, and uh, MLB were like, Oi, you make a lot of money on PlayStation, right? What if we also put on Xbox? And they were like, um, and I guess Sony were like, maybe not. And they were like, well, then we'll just give it to someone else. And Jim Ryan, like, how are you, man? I can't, it, man. And then she, <laughs> it's got to be on there, man. Turns around and shouts at Shuei because blames him, even though he's, <laughs> he's not able to do anything. But, but yeah, I, it's, it's so funny, isn't it? That this Sony exclusive that is going to be £70, how many other dollars it is, is going to be on Game Pass. And but don't worry, at least if you've got PlayStation now, you can play the Avengers. Apparently, <laughs> yeah, you can try and play it. I just without your save carrying over, unless you download the PS4 version first to upload it and then download it again. But yeah, I mean, as a conversation around like the optics of the brand, like where Sony are right now and the optics of Game Pass, like that's Outriders, which had its like record breaking first weekend over on Steam, but still um, had like record player numbers. And then now this being the follow up, it's just. Game Pass is just obviously that's always been the Xbox master plan, but like securing stuff like this, uh, getting Sony exclusives kind of proves that they aren't going to hold back. There's also the rumor that Battlefield is going to be on Game Pass from day one uh, later this year. I mean, EA has been rumored as like a you know something doing more deals with uh, Microsoft. It just seems like a hell of a I don't know like a precedent a, a precedent to set. Yeah, definitely. I mean, Scott, you've been saying for the past few weeks now, just asking what the hell's going on with Sony, like what's happening with <laughs> yeah. their messaging, what's going on. And for, for that entire time, I've been kind of like on the fence thinking, ah, it's, it's fine, they've probably got something up their sleeve. But at this point, everything just keeps happening. This MLB thing being the most recent thing. And it's just got me thinking like, what are they doing? What is the plan? What mm. are the, what's their approach going forward? Like, it's just, it feels so weird and unlike the precedent that they set for the past like generation, you know, they've come into mm. this generation, they released the PlayStation 5 and they've just kind of like gone radio silent. And now we just have all of this forward momentum with Xbox and not to turn this into another Game Pass is good um, Xbox <laughs> podcast. 
But I mean, you know, it's constantly, it pretty good, constantly yeah. making headlines with it. Like you said, Outriders was there. We're going to get this former Sony exclusive, PlayStation exclusive out there on day one. It's just like, what does Sony have to fight against this? And like Roy said, you've got the Avengers on PlayStation <laughs> now. You've got Days Gone coming to PS Plus, which is good, but it's, it's not like the trump card that I think they think it is. I wonder how much Sony are just kicking themselves that they've forked out so much money to secure Spider-Man for the Avengers, and then the Avengers is just in a in a constant tailspin. That's that's the real yeah. returnal, just a never-ending tailspin, never hitting the ground, but never regaining either. And then now, I mean, I guess like putting it on um, you know PS Plus going forward means that you will bolster the fan base, you'll bolster the player base, so there'll be more people to play Spider-Man. But that whole thing feels like this weird left-field, old-school Sony sort of move. Um, Ben, what's your thoughts on the the whole securing the MLB stuff? I mean, they're getting they're getting money for it going on Game Pass at some point, but we don't obviously know what those deals are like. Like, it's going to vary mm. from game to game, right? But again, the optics is um, what's uh, what's my little my little mate called Don Magic? They're Don Magic <laughs> themselves slowly. It's, it's it doesn't seem like a full stamp on them and they're dead, but it seems like a slow spiral into oh, what are you doing here, sort of thing. And <laughs> I don't know if it's enough to shatter them now because obviously the consoles out in field have all bought them well that's the thing it's, it's like is that too much of a sales lead at this point like just like sheer brand power has got sony so far ahead even this way when the 360 trounced the playstation 3 right in the end playstation 3 sold more than 360 right? mm. it just in the end they they got it back but like it's just so like sean Layden probably got like screwed out of it and like jim ryan like pushed him out the window as he took over <laughs> on this sound evil throne and just no one likes the old games why why is the PSP store still on? Turn it off. Our PlayStation <laughs> 3 as well. Are you like having fun? Stop you're it. like, mate, people are still developing for this. I don't know yeah. what they're doing. Like that's they, a whole other thing. You talk about like brand optics. Yeah, they just killed PS3, PSP, PS Vita. And not, not until June, but they've like signed the death. No, no, not until June. It's perfect, Scott. It should have been a year. <laughs> Screw them. Like the fact that people like some people that are, it's not going to hurt that much, but others now they're scrambling to get the game out and ready. And then they're only going to sell it for like a month or so. Mm. That is just nowhere near acceptable. And they were still selling dev kits. Like, until they, I mean, there's might not be communication from person who sells devs kits to Jim Ryan's assistant, but come on. Like it's, it's just, bad. Yeah. it's so terrible. And then this is just like, what's the, so what's the Sony joke going to be next week? Eh? What's it going to be? <laughs> it's, it's, someone going to like, you know, in Returnal when she walks along the planet and she looks down and it's herself already dead in front of her. I feel like that's the PS5 marketing strategy, no. discovering the PS3 marketing strategy and going, Oh God, we've been here before. <laughs> we've, we've done this for years. I can't believe it that they're doing, I mean, I don't care about MLB, or MLB right? Because I'm not, a baseball fan, but mm-hmm. there it's one of the biggest selling games and it has been for years, right? So this is a major thing that is also going free on Game Pass. Like it's just yeah. I mean free on Game Pass, yeah. It costs ten pound ten dollars mm-hmm. or however, but it's just so silly. I'm just gonna say silly. It's very silly. I, what, right? I don't know what's going on. If they're playing 4D chess, because I've always said, I, I say this, I feel like I say this every week, but Sony is such a reactive company and they're also a very hedging their bets kind of company. I wonder if they are thinking, what of all the PlayStation first party titles could we put on Game Pass to see what that subscriber base is like to monetize? And so you yeah. put something like this on it rather than Ratchet and Clank, Horizon, God of War, whatever, and you see what those returns are actually like. And that's how they gauge whether to bolster PlayStation now into a monthly, a proper monthly service where you're getting 
you know, like, like banks of legacy titles, they actually start putting the money into the R&D to do proper backwards compatibility with, you know, auto upscaling, auto HDR frame rates, resolutions, all the stuff that Xbox are doing. Um, I don't, I don't know, like it's just, cause that was the whole argument against that stuff was from Jim Ryan saying that people don't go back to old games, um, which is obviously like a whole sort of talking point in itself. Um, but in terms of monetizing those old catalogs, if you made a monthly PlayStation service, PS2 gets a bunch of games, you know, like the, the PS2 pack, here you go, here's all these different things. That would be a way to monetize that nostalgia, that, you know, uh, library. Um, but I wonder if they need to know that's actually going to work out. And maybe that's why they're doing this. I'm trying to think of a way that would actually benefit them other no, than just I, losing a first party title well, to Game Pass. I think they're just doing a silly and I don't think there's any plan in it. Like <laughs> there must, there's not even anything exclusive on PlayStation, right? It's just that. Uh, Nah, I just because at some point, uh, they're, they're updating the browser for the Xbox, right? So you might even have to play PS Now on the Xbox <laughs> saw that, browser actually. soon, and just like, what's going At one point, there were one of the rumors is why the browser left the PlayStation 5 is because they were scared you could get Game Pass run, like, because <laughs> you might be able to get Game Pass running on the PS4 soon as well. So it's just like. Maybe. I mean, like I said, the, the thing is, like, if I go optimistically, maybe all of this is a test to see what the revenue streams are like on a subscriber base that is that big. I mean, Game Pass has over 20 million uh, subscribers. And also, maybe they're canning the PS3, PSP, PSV uh, storefronts because they're going to put them into some sort of monthly PlayStation thing going forward. Oh, no, man. I totally just feel believe like this. This is exactly what you're, what you're thinking as well. It's just oh, it's the most optimistic like view of this whole situation, I think. And I, well, because they're, they're like the professional business it. people, they must have something. Aye, but Scott, professional business people can also be idiots. You know what I mean? You like, it doesn't mean that they're smarter than some people, smarter than the competition, or that everything <laughs> is this kind of elaborate thing. For me, the, the the simplest explanation for this might be just the best, and that's what Ben Roy said, where it's like a licensing thing, and it was up. Mm to renew the contract and they were like well yeah we could renew it with you but how about you sweeten the deal and put it out multi-platform you know like mm-hmm. that, as much as i'd like to believe it was this kind of like you know long-term plan i just i just don't trust that sony has a long-term plan like that that they'd, <laughs> that they'd stick to I, I don't know i don't know i know what you mean I just, I don't see them playing some sort of 4D chess. I just see Phil Spencer laughing and uh, I can't believe they signed this off. <laughs> or, and and it's just going to, I don't know, man. I, I like You say, they say they're smart business people, right? But they're the PS2, the biggest thing in the world. I know what they're going to want in the PS3. They're going to want me out to print. <laughs> <laughs> they want six USB ports and they want to pay $700 for it. That's what I think they want. Is, I, I think they're going to be doing a silly for a while and hopefully they can sort themselves out. But we know how they are with, took 400 years to change the name. I don't think, I think the cell process stuff, cell process, as I keep saying, is the reason why their PS3 stuff is so screwed. Mm. And we're just going to, it's going to be a slow race. They might get it fixed by you know, the end of the generation, but... The big question is, I think if you uh, sort of extrapolate it out into like main, the main, the, the optics of it on a mainstream brand sense, like the amount of units that the PlayStation has sold so far, I think Game Pass is starting to, like, the average person knows what Game Pass is now. 
Um, and I think that once those conversations start, you know, with those people who want to like put the money down on a new console, it's like, well, do I go PlayStation? Do I go Xbox? And right now, if you were splitting the difference, Xbox is the better deal right now, unless you really care about those exclusives. Um, but it's just like sheer bang for your buck. The Xbox does give you more right now. But I, obviously, I'm still super curious what the exclusives are going to be like on the PlayStation side. But I think that all those conversations are just so just fascinating and they seem to be changing each week um but yes let us know what you think down in the comments below of the games that are coming in april and the whole conversation around mlb the show and the idea of exclusives potentially all going to game pass in time you never know for now i've not been scott from whatculture.com because this has been the what culture gaming podcast i've been your host scott tailford joined by ben roy turner there's an alarm going on behind me so we should probably end this it's true <laughs> and josh brown goodbye we'll the catch police finally coming for you bye-bye bye-bye Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.